Welcome to podcast number 52. Once again, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everybody uh, writing in, appreciate the, um, uh, the suggestions, podcast topics, uh, donations, uh, all very much appreciated. And this podcast is, is quite a bit different than, um, than some of the other ones that we've done. Um, and this one stems from an article that I wrote in Road Racing World in uh, November of 2016. And there was a time sort of in that year where we did a lot of the, there's all these top five lists and top 10 lists. And so I was asked to put together a list of, hey, what are the top 10 things that, you know, you'd want uh, for, for either a new rider or experienced rider or whatever it is. And uh, so, of course, in our wonderful motorcycle fashion, you know, we can't just do everything um, standard. So I ended up with 11 things that you can do to become a better rider. So this podcast will be a two-part series and uh, we'll, get, uh, we'll get this started off. So it's, it's 11 things that you can do to become a better rider starting today. And again, these are not uh, complicated things. And, you know, that's, that's part of what makes motorcycles and our motorcycle experience so different. And it's, it's funny to, to backtrack a little bit. This podcast actually started off, number 52 started off from podcast 51, which you did listen to that, right? Yeah, podcast 51. Okay, just want to make sure you listen to that. And that is, you know, what you can be working on in the off season. And so internally, as we kind of went back and forth with that one, uh, because yes, behind the scenes, there's a lot that goes on uh, with these. And we joked about some of the excuses that we'd heard about writers saying, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, and so on. So the podcast, this podcast was actually started off to be um, the top five excuses why I can't train. I actually recorded uh, a recorded one and wrote, all, wrote it all out and I recorded it. And you know what? I just couldn't do it. And that's just not in my nature. My nature is not what can't I do. My nature is what can I do. And I think that's something that even in, you know, in my professional world, when, uh, when I had a quote real job, um, that's something that I really embraced. And I just, I just don't accept you know, the whole what can't I do. Um, I, I look at things completely differently as what can I do. And uh, so I just couldn't do that podcast. So this is where we have this pod. This podcast started off with a little bit more positive note. What can I do? What can I do today? What can I do to make this a better experience? And I really like that word, which is, you know, we're all striving for an incredible experience in our lives, right? Experience, right? So we want a great, incredible experience. Well, how amazing is this motorcycle experience? There just is very few things in the world that are anything close to to what this is the reward of doing something so incredibly hard and so incredibly precise that is what's fulfilling and you know if 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 it were easy then the reward would be good, would be completely lacklustered and so doing something incredibly precise incredibly hard that and, and when you do it right oh my gosh, it's just the best experience uh, that we can have. And, you know, I wanted to make that point clear is, is, you know, that's what we're trying to build is, you know, obviously build safe riders and riders that can be in a position to be adjustable and, and, and meet those goals. So when you embrace training to be a motorcycle rider, a good motorcycle rider, you embrace that training, you're just going to have a much better life experience doing it. And I just, I fully believe that because, I've seen it over and over again. All the thousands of people that I've worked with, I've seen it over and over again as you let that type of training, you know, permeate the rest of your life. And I want you to think about this before we dive into all this. Yeah, I'm going to get into it. And what if you didn't have motorcycles in your life? 
So if you didn't have motorcycles in your life, right, you'd realize, you know, yes, you'd be doing other things, but when you when you do embrace doing the sport and, and how hard it is, man, it is it just it just is such um, it just it enriches your life so much. All right, we're gonna start uh, we're gonna start diving into this one. So we have 11 things that we're going to work on. And the, the tough part is, is that we're so busy doing the same thing over and over again. Every, you know, every day, we're just so busy doing the same thing over again. The first thing that we want to do, number one thing here is <clears throat> you need to ask yourself, do I actually want to improve? Because, yeah, true progress and, and you know, requires grit and discipline. There are no shortcuts. To do this, you have to do it. And what it boils down to is, you know, do you, do you want flash or do you want fundamentals? You know, you can have that quick, you know, that quick flash. But if you really want to embrace this, it takes, you know, it, it takes these fundamentals and it, and it takes doing these things. It's, it's realizing that if you, if you do want to get better, right, it's just like any other skill. This is a skill. You have to work at it. And honestly, this is a perishable skill. It's, you know, if you, if you ran a marathon 10 years ago and you haven't run since and you think you're going to jump out and run another one, it just doesn't work that way. This is a skill and you have to develop this skill set just like you do anything else. And let's, let's take a look at how we can, how we can get this, this stuff going for you and, and at least embrace having a goal and, and having something that gets you to want to improve. First thing is, how about establish a goal? That's it. And I'm not, I mean, we've talked before about establish, you know, establishing long-term goals. Uh, in this case, how about a goal for the end of 2018? What do I want to accomplish for, the, for 2018? What do I want to do? And yeah, I realize that at times you're like, well, I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure. Pick something, pick something. Because if you don't have a goal, right? If you don't see what your success is or what you want your success to be for 2018, well, you're certainly not going to put a plan together for it. So how about this? If you want to improve, great, awesome, let's do it. Pick a goal, pick what your success looks like for 2018, write it down, write it down. And then say, okay, great, what can I do today to start to take action to meet that success? What can I do to take action to actually do something for that goal? So number one, do you want to improve? Great, improve, let's do it. I, you've got 52 podcasts here that are going to help you do that. And once you, once you commit to those actions, write it down and then let's start looking at, you know, the things that uh, are holding you back for that. Oh, that's funny. That actually segues into number two. And uh, yeah, with number two is I think that that's something that it's, it's um, we don't do enough of that, which is what's holding you back the most. And when I wrote the article, I wrote it as, you know, identify the single biggest thing that is stopping you from reaching your writing goal. And you're like, well, I'm not sure what's, I'm not sure what that is. Well, then you can ask yourself, okay, well, what's, what's holding you back? And I want to take that a little bit further with, with what's holding you back, which is, you know, now that you're going to commit to getting better, what is standing in your way? And instead of one thing, identify three things that are holding you back. And let's look at the ways to mitigate them. And let's face it, when we, it's, easy to, it's easy to procrastinate on something that's really hard to do. And this is a really hard sport. So it's easy to procrastinate. So I want you to write down three things. And you, they, can, they can vary on, on how difficult those things are, whether it's time, um, money, logistics, your bike, whatever it is. And 
Time is tough. I get that. We have to make time. We have to budget time. Even same thing with money. There, but there are so many things that you can do to improve your riding that, that don't cost a dime. They don't cost anything. They just, it's just you doing them. There's always something that we can be doing to improve to meet your goals. So write down the three things, write down three things. And when you write those three things down, I can almost guarantee you're going to prioritize them. So number two is, you know, what's holding you back. Let's find out what's holding you back from getting, getting the success that you want. And again, let's, let's look at those things and figure out how we can mitigate them. Number three, are your writing expectations realistic? And this, this is an interesting one because I can be certainly guilty of this one as, as well. You know, you think about, okay, well, you know, what is your ultimate uh, success in the sport look like? Uh, and then where are you at today to make that happen? This is no different than, you know, entering an exit in a corner, right? It's like, okay, where do I want to go? All right, I'll look out. Um, okay, here's where I'm at now. I'm going to scan back. And then what adjustments do I need? So just to give you, just to give you, something that uh, that might help you with this. It's, it's really easy to sabotage your goals by making them too, too, too lofty. Um, so, and I, I, I'm a perfect example of that, which uh, I've set some pretty lofty goals for myself. I mean, my right now, what, what does my, I have a lot of things in, in the sport that I'd like to have ultimate success with. I would love to ride a MotoGP bike for a day. I would love to, I, I, you know, I'd love to be a factory rider and experience the bike and experience all those things. I would love to do that. And uh, that would that would certainly sort of be one of the pinnacles uh, of of my riding, but that's not going to happen, right? That the reality of that happening. But if I set that as my goal and I set my training up for that, it's just not realistic. And you know, yes, that's a little bit of a pie in the sky one. But you know, my my riding goals for 2018 is, yeah, I want to get better on the side of the tire um, uh, on on the exits, right? So I want to be able to pick up the tire, pick up the throttle with more precision and be able to work the rear tire more. And uh, there's so many different things that, that play into that. That's my goal of 2018 is I wanna have a little bit more control over the rear tire. And of course, that if I do work on that, that will absolutely bleed over um, to when, you know, the factory Yamaha team calls me and says, hey, Ken, we got your bike ready. Um, you know, come on and come on and ride it. So you have to look and see, is, 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 are your riding expectations realistic? Uh, and I think that that's something that, uh, you know, we have to, we have to be able to work on as well. Cause yeah, like I said, it is, it is easy to sabotage those things. When you go back and look at some of those things that are holding you back, you know, when you start to, when you start to look at that, you're going to find out, okay, if I start to start to mitigate those three things, it's going to actually make your success a lot easier in the sport. So, all right. So are your writing expectations realistic? What, think about this. What can I do today? What can I do today to improve my riding? And that's certainly going to help guide you there, you know, quite a bit easier. All right, number four, listen to an expert voice. Who, of course, you know my opinions on this one. You absolutely need an objective opinion from a trained professional, period. Yeah, and again, you can read all the internet forums you want, but if the voice you're listening to can't ride and doesn't have credentials of coaching riders at the top of the sport, pass period i don't care who you are you need a coach yeah i need i mean i even have to get coached on some of the things i i'll, I'll get videoed and we'll come back and we'll critique my video I, I i mean i absolutely do it i'm no i mean 
I'm, I'll do the best that I can. Am I perfect? No. Am I constantly learning? You bet. And part of this is, you know, part of the issues that we have with this with this expert voice is, you know, we're still struggling in our sport with with little to no consensus of what's right or wrong. The difference with our sport is it has really serious consequences. This isn't volleyball, right? This isn't badminton. This isn't golf. We have serious consequences in our sport. So to be, so to be, you know, coached at an amateur level um, is 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 really uh, something that's going to bite us in the ass. Think about this: at the sharp end of our sport, there's absolute consensus. There's absolute consensus of what's right and wrong. When you look at how these guys are riding, they're all doing. Yes, there's nuances to what they're doing, but how they're riding is all the same. All of these guys at the top of the sport have a professional riding coach that have you know, ridden or coached at an extremely high level. Of course, I've got a great podcast on that, that that you can listen to that, which is podcast number 43. So you can go back and listen to that one. But the bottom line is you need to get some professional coaching and you need to get on a pathway that gets you to, to establish the correct fundamentals at the right time for you to meet your goals. You're building a process. And, and not only that, but you're going to be held accountable for those actions as well. That, that's the thing. When you have when you have somebody that you have to report to, well, of course you're more than li- you're more likely to uh, to make those things happen. So, all right, let's look at some uh, you know get some ideas there with an expert voice. And you know, I want you to think about it. Well, I'll leave you with with um, with this on this one, which is you know getting getting um, your your proper technique and your proper fundamentals established. It's establishing emotional control via techniques. Think about that. Because if you ride with emotion, if you use emotion as your technique, yeah, that's not going to work. So we're going to establish emotional control via techniques. And, and then you can start to control your, your techniques with your emotions. So kind of, a, kind of a different take on that one, which is, you know, how, where do you want your, your techniques to come from? So seek out a professional trainer. And you can listen to that podcast 43 where we have, have some great information on that. So, all right, that's one through four, plus my little introduction. And that puts this podcast at about the right time where everybody could listen to it and listen, uh, listen to it over again. So that's part one of uh, 11 things you can do to become a better writer, one through four. And uh, you'll get to hear part two with the rest of them right after this. Copyright 2018, Ken Hill Coaching, All Rights Reserved.